0: Plants and plant Parents and welcome to another episode of the Hello Loka Online Talk Radio Show. This is your hostess Miss Crazy checking in on this fine Monday, March 28th. If you are a usual listener, thank you so much for sticking around throughout all these episodes and if you are a new listener, get ready because this is one wild, unedited, unrehearsed, on everything ride, side ride, rambling ride, a lot of um, yeah, but um... You know, so but hey, that's that's how it sounds a lot better than being planned out. Trust and believe I've tried the whole planning out the episodes and then it's just it sounds too rehearsed. I don't know. But anyways, like I always do at the beginning of every episode. Let me give you a quick rundown of all my social media links so you can find me everywhere that you get on. I'm usually on Twitter. You can find me under Miss Crazy. That's M-S-K-R-A-Z-I-E. On Instagram, I'm under Hello Loca, and my shop on there, which is Shop Hello Loca, all together, no spaces, no nothing. And of course, the website where you can find pretty ass jewelry for my pretty ass homegirls and homeboys, HelloLoca.com. The music website, of course, MissCrazy.com, and my Facebook Miss Crazy page, which is the only verified Miss Crazy page. Mm. And on snapchat under tu home girl, that's tu homegirl all together and on tiktok under you know what under on tiktok it's weird on tiktok because when i comment or something i think it comes out as miss crazy all together and then on my page it says hello loca i don't know you guys but try both and then I have a a plant TikTok dedicated to my plants, which is Hello Plants. With that said, you guys, let's get into today's episode, which is just a summary of everything that went down this weekend, you know? If you are unaware, I am back on the road, back touring with Quinto Sol, and we had two shows this past weekend. We had Dallas and Houston, and I just got home yesterday yesterday. And i have a lot to say you know um i did a few little tiny videos on my snapchat this weekend you know trying to show a little bit of love to my snapchat following because they have been writing for me for a very long time you know probably a whole lot longer than actively you know me on there than most of my platforms and then all of a sudden i abandoned it you know for a hot minute so i was like no you know what let me do this just for the freaking for the snapchat people so i went ahead and i did a couple of videos so you might be familiar to some of the things i'm gonna say in this episode but if you are not you know get ready because there was a lot of i'm just being over dramatic you guys okay but there was a lot of things you know as a girl that i done went through this weekend That I was like, oh my God, you know, but I'm a human being, you know, and I go through the exact same things, you guys, whether on the road or off the road, as a lot of you. And it's tough when you go through that kind of stuff and then you have to stand up in front of a stage and, you know, people are looking at you. People are taking pictures of you and people are seeing you being a shiny, sweaty mess you know, and all the little things that happen leading up to a show or shows that you're just like, oh, my God, you know, but you learn a lot. And I've learned a few things. Well, I've been learning. And a lot of other stuff that I've been doing that I've been very proud of myself, you know, that I want to show myself some love for. Por aventarme hacerlas. Where do we start? Let me see. Okay, let's let's begin with the fact that, you know, I went to go see Paquita la del Barrio. Mhm. <clears throat> and it was yet another amazing show. This was the second time that I that I saw her. This was on this past Thursday. And usually I leave for shows, you know, um a bit a little bit more prepared than this, but It was just a thing. I had to stop by and see her performance before continuing on to Dallas. Otra vez la pincha garganta, you guys. I'm sorry. Anyways, long story short, I went to see her show. I sat. I was blessed to be able to sit front and center. You know, I had her like six feet away from me. You guys, our eyes locked we cried together i could say it is safe to say we cried together because i knew i could feel her vibe towards me you guys i mean i know i must sound like a one of those fans stalkerish fans but let me take a drink hold on because you guys know my throat starts getting <clears> throat> all like that mm. ice water you guys uh love it anywho i had her six feet away from you guys and i was just singing along and feeling it and my eyeliner began to run all over my face and one of my eyelashes was clinging on to dear life and the thing is that she doesn't perform by herself you guys it was her you know sitting down and then behind her was a whole mariachi and it was all dudes you know and so i know they were looking at me looking a hot ass mess with all that eyeliner all running down my cheeks it was embarrassing but you know what when you are feeling something that passionate like i feel her songs and how i die inside along with her <clears throat> when she is singing that stuff because i could relate to every fucking word i didn't care and at that point i didn't care who gives a fuck if those guys saw me fucking you know llorando ahí toda, uh, looking a hot mess at the end of the day you know i was not there for them i was there for Paquita and i loved it i loved every minute of it and i am so glad that i went and i didn't miss it and she will forever be you know queen okay so with that said i was you know there enjoying my time i wasn't thinking you know in a few hours you're gonna have to start getting ready for a show but um but i had no regrets anyway so the next day in dallas i was tired as fuck and I slept most of the day. Um, we got into Dallas about 9 in the morning and I didn't wake up until like 5.30 in the afternoon. So when I woke up, I was hungry, you know, so I was like, what am I going to go eat? And I had originally planned of going to this restaurant called The Boiling Crab. If you know me, you know that that is one of my top favorite seafood places the boiling crab and you know so i knew or i had heard that something about the original og one being in dallas so i was like i'm gonna go you know but i was um how could i say this um the show was in arlington which i don't know why they call it dallas because in the flyer it said the show was in dallas but arlington was like 30 minutes 40 minutes or something from dallas dallas and or probably more because i'm just counting from the airport but anyways the boiling crab was according to my uber 50 minutes you know so i started thinking okay 50 minutes for me to go to the boiling crab whatever time I take there to eat and whatever time I take there to wait because, you know, if my memory serves me, right? Every time that I've gone to a boiling crab, mm, there has been a wait time, like 45 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half, even two hours sometimes. But then again, that was times that I went with my family. So it was more than one person. So maybe, I don't know, they could have maybe accommodated one person faster, but whatever, so, I was trying to be bold, you know, because I wanted the boiling crap that bad. I was trying to be bold. So, I was like, fuck it, you know. So, I requested the Uber and I started getting myself a little bit put together. Um, I had gone to the airport, like, no makeup, no nothing, like, nada. So, I said, you know what? It's Friday night. Um, well friday evening and i'm pretty sure it's gonna be packed and i can't go looking a fucking hot mess either so i said i'm gonna do some light makeup because when i come back i'm gonna i'm gonna have to do like my real makeup and i don't want to have to you know um take all that off and then put it all back on and so i was like no just eyeliner and my eyebrows because i have recently been like removing most of my eyebrow i don't shave them all off you guys but i do shave a big part of them yeah so i only have like a tiny bit of eyebrows most of the time so i didn't want to look, go looking all crazy like that so i said you know what let me go ahead and do my eye eyebrows at least and and put a little bit of eyeliner on you know and my lashes of course like not thick old lashes either but lashes because i have none you know or almost none so i was going i was doing that and i looked at my cell phone and the uber was like 15 minutes away so i was like okay you know that's more or less enough time and you know i was doing my makeup and then all of a sudden you guys one of my eyes starts stinging like when makeup gets into it and this has happened for like years and years since i could remember and i don't know i am starting to think well i've thought about it I just haven't really looked into it. I don't know that I'm allergic to something in the eyeliners. I know, I know, you guys. It sounds hella dramatic, but it's because it starts with my eye stinging, and then it'll get super itchy, like super, like uncontrollably. You guys, like if you know. Like if I have tons of fucking makeup in there and then I'll look and I have like nothing. So I don't know what, where the heck it's picking it up from. And then not only that, but I'll start sneezing left and right, you guys. And I was like, oh hell no, you know, and I try to like just like um not really make a big deal about it but it got really bad to the point where i had to just you know wash my eye like i there was no saving it at this point and i was doing that when i got a notification that the uber was already outside so i was like oh shit you know my eye was all red like it was just bad i looked a hot. i looked like if i had pink eye so i had to you know cancel the ride you guys because i was like there's no way i'm gonna i'm gonna go out like this and yeah you know so i put on eye drops i like i said washed it off i found it nothing you guys it took i'm not even kidding like probably 20 to 30 minutes for it to like settle and by that time when i looked at the clock already you guys it was already way too late for me to want to go that far to grab a bite so I said you know what this is not smart because I know myself and I know how long I take to get ready and if I do this it's gonna eat into my time of getting ready and I can't you know have that because as it was I had no idea what I was going to wear I just had a bunch of clothes so I went ahead and I found some other spot and I went there and after that there was um next to the restaurant there was a Burlington, and the reason why i'm even mentioning this you guys is because you know it has a couple of details that i wanted to put out there in case people you know have thought about it but have been like nah you know it's probably not true but it's true let me tell you okay so i have been the be- always the believer that different stores like walmarts and whatever that are everywhere that They carry different things because they cater to the people of that certain location. Like, for example, you'll go into a Walmart and in North Carolina and you'll see that they carry North Carolina team stuff, like sporting stuff. And you won't see that over here in, you know, L.A. or whatever. So you'll see L.A. stuff. Well, Burlington, I feel, is the same thing. It caters more to whatever population they got. And I went in there to see if I saw something, you know, just some goodies or whatever. And I saw some like plant pots. Oh, my God, you guys, I regret. Well, I don't regret not getting them, but I do regret not getting them. I regret it because they were really nice and they were like 7 dollars you guys. Do you know how much they want for, for like plant pots at like Home Depot or Lowe's? $35, you know, $25 or whatever for ugly ones, basic ones. These were nice. These were not basic. They have nice little designs, green little designs. One of them had and another one had light blue designs. Perfect color scheme, everything great, but they were really heavy and I took a little suitcase like there was no way that we're gonna fit in my suitcase and my carry-on was already packed the fuck up and heavy so you know i just i was like no you know oh well and then in during that shopping trip you guys i also came across a lotion that said something about like um sun skin lotion whatever and so I knew it was kind of like one of those lotions that people use to self-tan but it's a lotion so you're like oh my god this is just like a lotion so it just gives you a hint of like sun-kissed skin and you know so I had always wanted to try one of those because I'm the type that I'm like uneven in a lot of parts of my body like for example my legs you guys like since i don't hardly wear you know anything that shows my legs much they are super white compared to the rest of my body and you know even though i do show my boobs more than my legs my boobs are also lighter than i would like them to be you know i want them to be sunkissed <laughs> So, so I was like, you know what? This is a lotion. It's not like me going getting a spray tan. It's not like me going into a tanning bed. And I don't have to be out in the sun, you know, burning or whatever. So let me get it. And I got it. Mm, I will explain the, you know, <laughs> what ensued. But anyway, so I got it. And yeah, you know, I went back to the the hotel room and I started getting ready and um when when I was getting ready I did consider putting some on okay but I was like no because um I didn't want it to stain anything that I was wearing and I was like well maybe it'll stain like my shirt or something you know me thinking like It would stain my shirt, you know, as opposed to staining some other stuff. But I was like, now, you know, I I, not right now. And I went up about about my business, you know, and I went to the the show in Arlington, and you guys, by the most part, like when you go to one of our shows and it's at like a small little um, club or whatever the way that you guys feel out in the audience meaning hot as fuck sweaty and you know just like that that is the exact same way that i feel backstage in the little rooms that they sometimes have in the back like that no fan no ac no nothing guys you know i was a sweating mess and just the the whole weather thing change of weather or humidity or whatever just my hair was laying so flat it was just a hot mess you guys and to have to feel like that feel like a hot mess and to know yeah you have to go on stage where not only do you have everyone looking at you but the lights when you're on stage you guys like the lights that are like Pointed towards the stage are extra hot. So they're just right there, and this whole time you're thinking, like, oh my god, like I'm hecka hot. Mm. So <clears throat> I was just like, whatever, you know, because siempre he sido bien aventada when it comes to shows, you know. última when I'm there, regardless of the circumstances I'm going through, I tell myself, You're already here, bitch, go and do it. So I go ahead and i do it so i was wearing this cute little jersey that i bought from this brand called lux rosa on the gram and it was like a virgen de guadalupe airbrush jersey super cute whatever so i had it tied like right here like by my my stomach i had it tied and you know and i thought everything was good so i go up on stage which by the way you guys this stage was like it had a little runway like you know those little runways but shit the runway was scary as fuck you guys because it was like thin and I don't know you know runways I've always kind of like "Mm," because you don't know how (laughs) you don't know if they're gonna hold you you know at least me you know so I'm like oh hell no you know imagine so It was like, okay, but I was up there and all of a sudden I noticed that I'm missing a nail already. Girl, you know, this shit always fucking happens to me. And it's so embarrassing because it's kind of like, I don't know, it probably will turn people off from wearing press on nails. And it's like, I kind of want to sit there and explain to everyone like, this is not what it looks like. This is because I don't put them on correctly. You know, because to be able to put press on nails on correctly for them to last you, you have to, you know, um, uh, buff your your natural nail and, you know, all this and that. And most importantly, you have to put enough nail glue on both your nail and then the fake nail when you put it on and you have to hold up, you have to hold it down for a while, not just, you know, 15 seconds like i do i literally you know the the last thing that i do when before i'm out the door at a hotel or even on the way to the venue is put on my press on nails that is the last thing i do so i'm always rushing and i'm always hurrying up and put trying to put them on as fast as i can while trying not to spill the nail glue all over my clothes because girl i have spilled dots of that nail glue on my jeans and those shits have never came off and it looks ugly especially on the light colored i have ruined light colored jeans light wash jeans because drops of that fucking glue had has fallen on my fucking leg and i'm just like oh my god i've tried nail polish remover acetone alcohol you know hot water um stain remover all this stuff and that glue will not come off okay so it's just you know for leaving things for the last minute you know whose bad is that nobody but mine so and not only that but i always only put a tiny bit of glue because according to me the times that i have put enough glue to where it has secured my nails correctly when it's time to take them off once i get back to the hotel it's a bitch you guys and it hurts and my nails have bled you know so i'm like nah. i'm just gonna put a little bit of glue so when i get to the hotel room it's easy for me to take them off yeah well that's the mentality you guys when i'm at the show they fall off easily you know so it's embarrassing but anyway so one nail fell off i was just like oh my god oh my god and then not only that but then my shirt unties you know i had tied it right here in the front and it untied so that wouldn't have been a problem but the thing is that when i tied it I don't, I didn't remember how many buttons of the actual jersey I had buttoned up. So had I only buttoned up one, had I buttoned up none? And this was going to expose my whole everything. And, you know, so I was kind of uncomfortable, but I seen, you know, at least one button was tied. Of course there was more, but at that time I just looked down, I saw one. I said, you know what, at least there's something tied, uh, buttoned up there. But it was uncomfortable, you know, performing like that. So I was just like, oh my God, you know. So, you know, having those little mishaps, ya no te deja be your, you know, live your best life up there because you're so worried about if if this is going to fall off or whatever. But fuck it, you know, the show must go on. And I had a ton of fun. The vibe in that room was amazing. The girls there were amazing. I have no regrets. So then all of a sudden I look on the floor and my nail glue is on the floor as well. So I'm thinking, like, how did my nail glue end up on the floor? Like, I didn't have it. In, I wasn't carrying it in my hand, was I? Well, I don't know. My nail glue was on the floor as well, along with that nail. And then um, my phone, you know, to top it off, you guys, my phone, I had forgot to give it to because i usually like hand it over to someone before i go on stage so that i don't have it in my back pocket well i had forgot and i had it in my back pocket and it was falling out so i ended up just taking it out and putting it on the side of the stage while i'm performing hot ass mess you guys and i was just like whatever you know so anyway i finished performing and i went back You know, back uh, to the little room, and Quinto Sol came out, and when they were performing, I was trying to like at least take a picture or something because that's a thing too, you guys. I can honestly say that this weekend I did try. To film more than I usually do for shows. To be a little bit more active in showing you guys, you know, what goes on during a on the road type of thing. But I honestly, you know, I take my hat off to all of the YouTubers and all of you guys that don't mind walking around holding a phone. You know, in your hand the whole time. That you are not embarrassed to be holding a phone in front of your face the whole time when there's a ton of people around you looking at you like what is this bitch doing you know youtubing like what the hell and it's it is awkward it's very awkward very uncomfortable i don't like making people around me uncomfortable i don't and i've noticed that when i have done those little things people around me tend to get uncomfortable um I don't know you know I think it's just a normal thing people around don't want you to record them sometimes they don't want to they're not looking their best or they're not doing their best or whatever so I don't know how people you know um get over that like not having that consideration or or making sure you know doing extra planning to make sure there's maybe nobody around or I don't know what you guys but i tried i really did but at the end of the day it was kind of like i was on such a time thing that i couldn't like for example when i went to the restaurant and i was eating um i wanted to like video blog a little bit for you guys and tell you what was going on but at the same time like the clock was ticking and i needed to eat i couldn't be on there and taking my sweet time eating you know when I had to hurry up so it was kind of like and it was like that was for everything when I'm getting ready for a show I'm usually like hurrying up and trying to you know get everything going to where recording just takes up that time that I don't have even taking selfies you know after I'm done getting dolled up to go to a show it's like no because I'm I'm getting already text messages of where are you girl we're waiting here in the lobby like where are you and and yeah you know so but that is definitely a goal of mine I want to take more pictures when I get dolled up like that because it's very rare when I'm here at home that I get dolled up you know and and those are the only times that I have to take pictures to post something new on you know my social media and i'm always rushing and by the time that i get to the show like i tell you there's so many people around that it is uncomfortable to just be there taking selfies with everybody looking at you you know it is at least for me so you know by the end of the day when i get back to the hotel room i look a hot ass mess hotter than you know ever and it's already too late to do that no it is um I just want to get out of all the uncomfortable clothes and take the makeup off and go to sleep because usually my flights are super early in the morning and I only got, you know, three hours, four hours at the most to sleep, if that. Um, And mind you, you know, I have to get home and be mom again. I can't get home and be like, MIA for two days while I recover? So every moment counts. So I don't know how you girls do it. I don't know, but I really admire you guys that are able to, you know, take tons of fucking pictures and live your best life when you're dolled up. So anyway, um back to the story so i went back to the to the room like i said i tried to do like the live stuff and i did a few lives but i mean there was barely any light back there i was hella sweating my hair was super flat like this weekend you guys has probably i could say has been deep one of the top trips of my hair looking a hot ass mess flat as fuck due to the humidity or due to whatever due to the stress at this point but yeah and um and yeah you know and um i'm starting to think too that the one of the creams that i'm using from um oh my god i even forgot the brand dior uh is the one that's making my forehead like extra sweaty because I remember when the lady from the ca- the counter got it for me and um you know I was about to pay she said once you finish this one we can go ahead and just move you to the regular one because this one might be too thick for the summer that's what she said so I'm thinking you know that maybe that has a lot to do with it I don't know you guys but that wasn't helping the situation and I was just like oh my god so long story short you know that show was over I had a ton of fun went back to the hotel room and and yeah that was that and then um the next morning we had to wake up extra early again because we needed to go to Houston and Houston was still a few hours drive from Dallas And we went ahead and went. And you guys, when I got to Dallas, my like ankles were like swollen. I don't know if it was because of all the time sitting. I don't know what, but I was just like a hot ass mess. And by the time we got there... I mean, the time was already ticking like for me to just get something to eat and and start getting ready. But I once again, like didn't want to risk going to a restaurant and and just taking that extra time that I knew I needed to get ready. So I ended up doing what I what I do at most shows uh, on the road. And it sucks you guys. Which is order like Uber Eats. Or go to the gas station and just get whatever. Because you all you're eating is junk. Literally. And even when you do Uber Eats. You're just like picking in the dark pretty much what you're going to eat. Because you don't know. And I ordered some like... Um, Vietnamese place uh thing. I don't know if it was Vietnamese or whatever, but where they have the spring rolls. You guys, they were gross. Okay, so there went that. And I was just like, oh my god, whatever. You know, at this point, I'm just like a home cooked meal, you guys, would have been a hundred thousand times better than anything I ate this weekend. Um so I went ahead and I and I started getting ready and once again, you guys, I had no idea what I was going to wear. I just had a bunch of clothes. But I was like, okay, there's this one shirt that I've been meaning to wear. That's like my favorite type of shirts, which are the, um, they're called supplies su- or supplies, something like that. Supplies. They're the kind that cross in the front of your boobs. Like it's a V v-shape and they cross and you wrap them around your waist those type because those are very very flattering for my type of body shape which is um bigger on the top than on the bottom so i had purchased this shirt and i had tried it on when i purchased it and everything was fine but i hadn't walked around in it or moved a lot around in it which was what i came to find out was a huge problem you guys i had you know complete um wardrobe malfunction status um like just a hot mess hot mess is just the word for like everything um So i got ready you know for the show and like i said with the humidity in that area you guys my hair was just not working for me um my makeup the sweating um the place the fact that the place had like no ac you know the lights just everything was just not working for me but nevertheless like i said i had a really good time but when i was on stage you guys that shirt was the most uncomfortable Ever. like I had to make sure that I didn't move a certain way um because it seemed like every single movement that I made the shirt was like shifting and my bra was being exposed or my more of my boobs were being, And as it is it was already showing a ton of cleavage which I don't mind you guys I don't but had the shirt just kind of stayed in place Showing as much cleavage as I had would have been perfect, you know, any more than what I already had, which was very exaggerated. For you know, I'm not gonna say it was exaggerated even for me, you guys, because I like showing a lot of cleavage. Mm. But when you're already showing like the most and it's still trying to show more, that's when it gets uncomfortable, you know, especially because I've always said, you guys, my music. Cough blocks the fact that I'm that I have to um that I always feel like I can't wear certain things because of the stuff that I'm singing you know like it, it just it makes me feel like I don't know like just weird sometimes like showing a lot of cleavage and like singing about my heart being broken kind of it's uncomfortable but the girl part of me you know, not the artist, the the woman part of me that likes showing cleavage, likes showing cleavage. You know, because I've always said, "Enséña lo que tienes, no lo que no," and and I've always, you know, um, had boobs, have had boobs, and um, you know, hopefully, when I get my surgery for reduction and all that stuff. I have to, you know, try to take advantage of them while I have them. While I still have them, you guys. You know, so. It was, it was just uncomfortable. Because I just, it was moving around way too much, you guys. Like, I mean, exaggerated enough to where I was super uncomfortable. Like, probably, I can say, out of all my performances, out of every performance I've done in my life, I think that that time, that that performance with that shirt because of that shirt was the most uncomfortable followed only followed by the time that my eyelashes when i used to wear those super thick miss crazy makeup eyelashes when both of them were falling trying to fall off you guys at this one show in mccallan so you know and then after that fall um after that one i would say the the third most uncomfortable wardrobe malfunction was at a show in washington when i was wearing these shiny pants and oh my god you guys they were every movement that i made they kept falling like lower and lower because i was wearing a faja underneath And the faja was like the shiny type of... um, shiny, Like the smooth little silky type of fajas. So the, the, the shiny silky pants plus the shiny faja underneath. It was like a recipe for disaster. So they were like every movement that I would make. I would have to keep trying to lift them from one side. Because girl, they were about to fall. You know, they were these leggings. Oh my god, but no but the shirt at this show you guys it was very uncomfortable and i don't think i'm going to wear that shirt ever to a show i need to buy another one that is you know bigger on the boob part because i think that was the problem with this one that it was not as the boob part wasn't as big as i needed it to be so it was just not trying to live let me live my best life so you know so then that happened and the lights once again were like all up on my face and sweaty mess. My hair, you know, it's just, I don't know, you guys. Si se siente like eh. But you know what? One thing that I did learn and that I am going to try to apply for the next shows is that we need to do the meet and greet before the performance. Like, I can't be doing meet and greets after the performance because by that time I look a hot ass mess, you know? And why do you want to see me sweaty as fuck and keep a you know keep a memory of you and i and me looking like that you guys come on you know as it is i need all the help i can get so come on um so i'm gonna talk to the guys and figure out a way to work you know if maybe if if they can't do the meet and greet afterwards i mean before maybe i could do it by myself before and they could do theirs afterwards i don't know but we'll, we'll have to figure it out but i'm a girl you guys that's the difference when you're working with nothing but guys dude nothing happens to them their makeup isn't smearing they're not wearing any you know they don't have hair laying flat they don't have you know this and this and that and i do you know so i gotta start looking for my uh, looking out for myself when it comes to that um usually when I take Justin though he's pretty good about helping me out with stuff like that and that is why every time when he's not able to go to a show with me I'm just like oh my god because usually he'll take powder you know and he'll like powder my face up afterwards to like mat it back down and all this stuff and make me you know look look a little bit less of a hot mess so when I don't have them I'm screwed not only that you guys but nine out of ten times These back rooms at these nightclubs don't have no mirrors, no bathroom there, you know. And so I can't even be like, let me go, you know, um, to the restroom and like pat down my face with, I don't know, some toilet paper or something and make sure that I look okay. There's nothing. I just depend on my phone and the selfie camera to look at myself and hope, you know, for the best hi you guys and not only that you guys but at this last show too um dude the dj was a hot mess you guys and i mean i i'm not gonna just put it on the djs because i know that they by the most part try their best you know but like for example um which also leads me to this um this comment that i wanted that i wanted to make because i feel like not a lot of people or not a lot of artists talk about this and i think it's only fair for the fans to know about this stuff because it makes us look really bad and i don't sometimes i don't know if the fans or the people that go to the events are aware of this like sometimes when when i get to an event i could be going to the event with with a show that has i don't know 10 songs 12 songs or whatever and when i get there they tell me you could only perform five or six because you know we're running behind on time or you know um the the sound barely started working and we're already running behind schedule so so they cut down my set like majorly sometimes so sometimes i'm only able to go up there and do only do a few a few songs and i feel like maybe the people that don't know which is mostly everyone that attends these shows i it's a little bit heartbreaking, you know, to think that, um, that you feel like you're kind of failing them. But at the same time, it's like, I want you guys to know that most of the time it's out of my control and it's out of the control of, of the people that I'm with. Um, And then other times, like, they'll say that the city needs for the show to be shut down at uh, this time. You know, when before they had said that we could stay open until 2. Now they're saying that we got to have everybody out of here by, you know, 1.30. So then everybody's show gets cut. And, you know, and so it's a shorter show set for me. And, you know, it's just a mess. And then another thing, like, for example, what happened with that DJ that I was telling you guys about. So when I got there to Houston, they told me, you know, that that I was only going to have 20 minutes, if that. And so I had to cut down my show set. And what I did was I took a picture of like my my set and I scratched off enough songs to where it would lower down my my set to be the time that they needed it to be so i gave it to this one guy and i the one that was in charge of taking like everybody's music to the dj and i told him make sure that the dj only plays the stuff that is not scratched off girl tell me why the dj starts playing everything that is not like oh my god he started playing the stuff that was scratched off and the stuff that wasn't scratched off he wasn't playing and i'm on stage you guys and i'm just like is this dude serious like he starts playing songs that i had scratched off And I'm just like, is he serious? Let me just tell you, he didn't play a lot of the songs that I, like, the main ones, you guys. I was heartbroken. I was devastated when I was up there. And I knew that the the time was ticking. And I tried to kind of kindly say something to the DJ but he was still like kind of not really picking up on what I was saying and then I seen this guy that was like next to the stage that I knew because he was part of our staff and I kind of and mind you this is all while I'm performing I Because remember, every minute is that is passing by is counting. I can't just stop and be like, wait a minute, you guys. Let me go ahead and fix. The clock is ticking, you guys. And so I I went ahead and I, you know, as I was um, during one of the hooks of one of my songs or the chorus parts that you guys, you know, might know it better as a chorus than a hook. I like slid my way to the side to where that guy was at. And I told him. Dude, the DJ's playing all the ones that are scratched off. Go find out what's going on. So then he goes and... I don't know, you guys. You know... The song that... Um, that I know was like one of the the last ones that I usually perform he starts playing that one and at this point i'm just like completely over it and then he says uh and then i look at him and mind you i'm like way over here on the stage he's over there but our eyes met and i was like okay you guys you know well this i couldn't leave without doing this song and um this is the last song or whatever i look at the dj and he was like Throw, like get, showing me like the number two with his fingers and saying like no two like that I have two more and and the guy that was next to him the guy that um I sent to go tell him that he was playing the wrong ones is telling me no no and like pointing at the watch like that the watch that he was wearing so I'm like what the fuck you know and and yeah you know, so a lot of this stuff goes on, you guys. And then sometimes the mics don't work correctly. Like they might work when you go do sound check, which sound check is usually what, pe- what like, people do before the venue opens its doors. Like when there's nobody in there, we go, we test to make sure the microphones work, you know, that everything sounds good. And you could be on stage and all of a sudden your microphone is going on and off um because i don't know maybe they put some cheap batteries in there or the reception if it's a cordless mic or the cord is damaged or guys i mean there is so many things that happen one thing one time i remember and oh my god you guys this was so fucking embarrassing and one day i shall do an episode just on like mishaps of shows but this one show in um oklahoma i believe Tell me why, you guys, the DJ starts playing my show set like fast forwarded, like speed talking, <laughs> like the speed more than it should, like not a regular speed, like he starts putting my songs like fast you know, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And I remember Justin was there and I was just like, oh my God, Justin. And Justin was telling him like to fix it. And the guy didn't know. How- it was just a hot mess, you guys. I know. But um, but it's all a learning experience and I wouldn't change it for the world. Like, world, like I said, um, the people make it all the better. The people make these experiences, you know, just these bad experiences with like the the mics and all the stuff and the wardrobe stuff not that big of a deal when you're there you know um because the vibe that you get from them is like a vibe of you know love you know a lot of people they're always handing me over drinks like they don't have to do that you know drinks are expensive you guys at clubs especially I mean tell me about it you guys you know this last time we went with my husband like I, 10 dollars and um so they don't have to yet they do so I completely appreciate it and like I said the love the affection that you feel from the people it just makes all that worth it. Um and yeah and then you know after I got off we went back to the little room per usual these little hot rooms that I'm telling you about and once again taking pictures uh, with the meet and greet people, after the performances is just not working for me we need to do this before the performances because just like i feel like maybe i'm i feel some type of way about the way i look after a performance sweaty my hair on a mess maybe eyeliner already messed up my makeup not looking you know as good as it should maybe the fans feel the same exact way because they've been out there sweating and all this and that and that's not the kind of memory you want to take with you You know, so I'm really going to fight for that. I'm going to fight for um, hoping that they allow me to do the meet and greets prior to the performances. But we shall see, you guys. Okay, it's we are 50 minutes in, you guys. But I didn't want to stop with just mentioning the first show because I was like, nah, you know, I need to mention the entire trip because then it's gonna be like the alley trip where I'm like part one part two but um but yeah but not before you know I mentioned what happened to me with that whole situation with this tanning lotion sun-kissed skin type of thing that I told you I bought at Burlington so you know so I get into my hotel room from the last show and i you know i'm starting to pack my stuff because i knew i wasn't gonna have enough time to sleep um, by that time it was already like two three in the morning and my flight left you know first thing in the morning so i knew i had to be at the airport by like six in the morning and And I still had to pack everything because when I start getting ready for a show, you guys, the room looks a hot mess. I take out everything. Makeup is everywhere. Shoes, clothes, you know, so I have to like repack everything. So I went ahead and I packed everything. I took a shower. And when I got out of the shower, I seen the cream again. And I was just like, you know what, like, let me go ahead and like, try this you know so i said i'm gonna try to do this like on just like a part of my leg to see you know how how i like it or or how this this works so i went ahead and i sat there i grabbed the lotion thing Um, Which, by the way, I don't have it in front of me right now. So I can't tell you the name, but I'll be posting it on my uh, Instagram or on my Twitter. So stay tuned for that so that you guys don't make the same mistake. And I feel like I needed to say this because, I mean, I didn't have to tell you guys this. This shit's embarrassing. Mm. But I feel like I need to warn everybody in case that I have homegirls that are listening to this that have never used anything like that just like i had never used anything like that never in my life had i used tanning lotion tanning cream never in my life have i gone to a tanning bed or gotten a spray tan or anything like that so this was new to me but you know being that my legs have always been wider than the rest of my body and my boobs and you know everything that the sun don't hit most of the time um had always been tempted to do that because sometimes you guys like for example um sometimes when i would be doing my makeup and i would carry my foundation all the way down to like what you could see from my boobs it looks really good like your boobs look extra good when they're when they're like tanned you know like i don't know how to explain it you guys but it looks bomb as fuck like i mean i could see why people do that but um so, you know, I, I wanted to find a way to do that without going, like, to a tanning bed or whatever. So, I I opened the lotion thing and I put a little, um, like, in a piece of my leg. It wasn't a little piece. It was, I could say, like, probably, like, the front of, of one of my my legs. Like, the whole front of it. Um, and I put it on and i noticed you know that it was like tinted it, it had like even little glitters on it or whatever and i put it put some on and i noticed a little tint but it didn't do like much i guess i just was expecting it to like automatically cut color like color my leg you know and i seen that i w- it wasn't doing it so i grabbed more and i applied a second layer to that piece and i looked at it and i seen a tiny bit more tint and i was like Let me do it again and there I go putting more and this whole time you guys I'm doing it with my bare hands. Now I had heard in the past about wearing mittens or gloves or whatever when you're doing that but since this was a quote-unquote lotion or cream or whatever the fuck I didn't think it was the same thing you know I didn't think it I didn't read the directions I didn't think it was the same thing of of, um, oh, you know what? I did read the directions. And it said to just wash your hands afterwards. That's all it said. I kid you not. And um, and to me it made sense. Because I was like, this is not like a, a suntan uh, oil or whatever. You know, whatever. In my mind, I was thinking it was like nothing compared to like the real thing. Girl okay so at this point when I did like the third um third or fourth pass on my leg I was just like you know I could see the little tint I'm like it looks you know a little bit better you know than than how my white ass leg looked so you know maybe tomorrow in the daylight I'll be able to tell a little bit more because mind you the lights in hotel rooms you guys are awful like for everything um so I was like okay so I went I washed my hand and I got dressed you know to um go ahead and and schedule the uber and wait for the uber to get there to take me to the airport so I go ahead and I get dressed and I sit there and I'm watching some you know um just regular scary story youtube videos or whatever just random stuff when all of a sudden I don't know what happened I don't know if like My eye was hurting or I felt something in my eye or something. The the, long story short, you guys, was that I touched my face, you know, with with my hand. So when I got it near my face and I smelled my hand, it was um, one of the most disgusting smells, you guys. Okay, I smelled my other hand. And mind you guys, at this point, my hands still look normal. They do not... My palms... When I say my hands, I'm talking about my palms, you guys. I look at my palms and they are normal. There's nothing wrong with them. But I, I smelled my hands and it was just disgusting, you guys. And then... I went and I washed my hands and like I put my hands, you know, um, I I started doing whatever, um, watching whatever I was watching again, but I could not get that smell away from like my nostrils at this point. Like I was like, no, you know, and I smelled my hands again, bitch, it smelled disgusting. And I was like. Oh my God, you guys, if my hands smell like this because of the lotion, then that means that my leg probably does too. Tell me why I was, you know, telling no lies at that point. Oh my God, you guys. Mm. So this was the major thing I wanted to warn you guys about. If you've never tried suntan lotion, self-tanning lotion um cream or whatever the fuck even going getting spray tanned or whatever i guess this is known amongst tanners that they it has that gross smell i went on youtube immediately a bunch of things started popping up about like how to get rid of the horrible tanning smell and all this and that girl i ran to the fucking shower i showered again the uber driver was already on his way i mean think about it how the fuck am i supposed to be going on an airplane sitting next to people smelling like that fucking tanning lotion shit hell no girl i was panicking i went i showered i tried to scrub as much as i could you know my hands my leg and you know everything so i feel like the smell went away at that point but i mean that wasn't the worst girl Mm-mm. when i got to the ho- to the airport you know like two hours had already passed two three hours had already passed since i applied this my hands started turning fucking orange okay and we're at 59 minutes you guys so this thing is about to cut me off but let me tell you that i have been trying to take off this fucking color off of my palms my palms look dirty as fuck they look orange dark orange i have tried a bunch of remedies they are not budging tomorrow i shall continue with more things i heard that nair putting nair on your palms can make it go away i don't know you guys but i'm gonna keep trying and i shall report back on twitter so definitely stay tuned for the update on removing this off of my hands it didn't happen on my leg i don't know why if I had to put it on my leg too, but my palms are a hot ass fucking mess, you guys. And I got to leave for uh, the show in Minneapolis this weekend. I can't be going like this. So I'll let you guys know. This is your home girl Miss Crazy checking out. Se me cuidan al ratos.